0: Everything in life tells us that you are the author of your own path. You determine your own happiness. Like everything in life says it's all about you. And with Christ, it's the opposite. It's like it's all about Him and His direction.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Positively Joy, a podcast on searching for the light all around us in all seasons of life. We look for God in the everyday and choose joy even in the hard times. I'm your host, Yvette Walker. I'd love for you to become a part of our online podcast family and join our Positively Joy community on Facebook. Visit PositivelyJoy.com for previous episodes and to check out our cool merch. And listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you go for podcasts. We drop episodes Monday and Thursday. Today we're going to talk about trust with Liz Bullard of the Coffee and Convos podcast. Liz is a therapist, a community activist, and she has come to that walking through many different paths that she didn't expect to walk through. Sometimes was weary and tired, but she always knew that God was there to protect her. But when do you surrender? We're going to talk about that today on the show. Liz, hi. It's so good to talk to you again. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes. Well, and I say again, because you and I had a chance to have a conversation, uh, I think in October, mm-hmm. where I was on your show, and it was so much fun. It was, it was really great. And I couldn't wait to talk to you again and see what's going on in your life. So Likewise. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and the very first question that you asked me, was uh, if I drank coffee or tea? Because that's your signature question on coffee and convos, which is the name of your podcast. Yes, and
0: ma'am. the funny,
1: th- yeah, the funny thing is, is that you actually um, have gotten a positively joy cup, and so now I get to ask you what's in your cup. <laughs> I listen,
0: and my cup is a really yummy mint tea. It was like um, a pura. I get these like tea boxes every month, where they have these different teas. And so for a while, they were not sending me like really good teas. But this one, this was a good box. This is a yummy, yummy mint tea um, pure. I think it was.
1: Excellent. Excellent. You know what? And that's good for your voice too. So that's, that's good. True. (laughs) (laughs) Because frankly, when I drink my coffee or tea, it has a lot of cream in it. And that's really probably not good for your my podcast voice. So I'm drinking, <laughs> I'm drinking water today. <laughs> well, I'm happy to have you on um, your show. Coffee and Convos It's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a conversation show. It's a great interview show with different guests on lots of different subjects. Um, but you take a look at, at, at global and national issues, but also local issues. And tell us uh, where your community is. Mhm. So I'm from the Waterbury,
0: Connecticut community. It is a city in the middle of suburbs. And so you have a mix of uh, people, a mix of issues. Um some are like or some of the big ones that we tackled this year on the show was the Columbus statue, should it go? Should it stay? Um we also talked about a local park that we have here. And should what we should, what should be done with the pool? Whether it should be removed, should they update it? And so, also, some of the issues are, like you said, more global in nature, such as, you know, I cannot be silent anymore in terms of racial injustice. And, you know, when all that was going on with George Floyd, you know, how do you process that and care for yourself? So, I try and have the conversations reflect. Um, things that I'm talking about in my ev- everyday life with people in my circle, people in the community, um, and so it's been what year and a half
1: ish that I've been doing it, and so people keep tuning in, so I keep putting out. <laughs> well, congratulations! That Thank is, you. It's great to be to be around that long. I wanted to mention, you know, what you do locally, especially because you had a very special thing happen recently. Uh, you were actually a guest host on a radio show. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was, it was, you know, I don't know if that's your, if, if that's your NPR station, but to me, um, I'm thinking of what it would be like to be on, you know, like my local NPR station and you sounded great by the way. And it was, Thank great. You.
0: it was, it was such, um, I didn't expect it. Um, I just get this, this message saying, Hey, would you like to be host for a day? And I thought it was for an hour and then I was like, no, it's for three hours. And so I got to play some of my podcast episodes and then have a live guest. And it was really fun to just be on our, our local station, um, which is Connecticut's largest uh, radio uh, and longest radio station, um, WATR. And so it was really nice to to be on there and, and fill that space and um, start off their, their week where they have
1: guest hosts. So I had a lot of fun. Well, that is really, really good. And, um, so I want to talk to you about your, your background. And as you know, what we do, you know, what we do on this show It's so funny. Every time you lift that cup, I just smile. because it's <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. It's That's perfect. Fun. It's like the perfect amount. Um,
0: so that way your tea doesn't get like cold or anything like that. Like it's perfect.
1: Okay. Everybody, you heard it. Liz says, go get a Possibly Joy cup. You can get it at PossiblyJoy.com. <laughs> But um, but I wanted to talk to you about your background, and as you know, what you know what we do on this show. So your show is not faith based. You talk about a lot of of uh, topical issues, though. And so I want to talk a little bit about you and your early influences, and um, and what you're seeing, you know, both in your community and nationwide uh, about faith, and, mm-hmm. and and what you're seeing um, is happening these days. And of course, I'm speaking to you. On a Saturday, the Saturday that um, President-elect uh, Joe Biden has been declared the winner. of woot! That woot. And uh, and I know not everybody listening will be happy with that, um, but God is always in control, no matter who's going to sit there. So let's just say that right out front. <laughs> Even though there's a lot of there's a lot of memes going around, and let's be honest, some of them are funny, but still, um, still, we are the community. We are the hands and feet of Christ. We're the community. Uh, of the church. And we, we have to realize that, you know, some of our brothers and sisters are hurting. So I just want to, want to put that out there. But um, so tell me a little bit about you and your family and and what was your early influence in the church or, or just in building your faith?
0: Absolutely. So definitely um, Christ in going to church and having a faith base, um, was throughout my childhood. Growing up, I mean, like Sunday was that typical, I would say, like Southern experience, even though we were up here. It was like, you go to your first service, then you go back for your second service. Sometimes there might even be a third service you go to. <laughs> so like Sundays were full of church. Um, having faith because, you know, being younger, raised by a single mom, you know, sometimes there was instability financially. So there was always, um, this notion of believing in God, putting God first um, so that he would direct your path. So that way you weren't having that anxiety, you weren't having that fear. And so it really helped me to have that that base, that belief in Christ, belief that everything happens for a reason. Um, just again, just being surrounded by the church. Um, and I think that really helped me as I grew and especially even going into college where, you know, everything didn't turn out the way I thought it would turn out. And, you know, having a a, des- a desire to seek Christ and having a connection to Christ um, really helped me during times as you transition into adulthood, where you're unsure, there's uncertainty, you're going through these, your trials and your tribulations. And so it really helped to keep me grounded, even when I was having moments of fear, anxiety, and uncertainty.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. And um, what is your, uh, your day job, basically, what did you end up, end up doing? And um, you mentioned that sometimes things, things don't go as you maybe had thought or things didn't go as you had had thought in college. And so, you know, what, what path did you take to arrive where you are now? I feel like it was like a loopy loop circle up down. <laughs> 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 you know, you
0: think it's just going to be like the straight path, you know what's going to happen. And it was not that. So I went to film school. Um, and even that was a struggle. I had um, wanted to, you know, go into acting. And so I had applied to different colleges and literally every college I applied to, I got denied
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I struggled. And to be honest, I was like angry at God for a while. Cause I was like, you know, I went to church, I trusted you and it didn't work out. And I had this, this bitterness and this anger. And I ended up getting into this, this film school that was nine months long. So it wasn't like a university, but it was like a certificate program. Mm-hmm. And, um, I go through that. I do that. I come home And I can't find a job. Um, (laughs) I worked with like my cousin who kind of was doing like some film stuff, like um, recording weddings and stuff like that. Um, Worked at like the local um, public access, like helping um, different people record and put their show out, but nothing substantial. And I literally was like unemployed for a good maybe three or four years. Like it was a long, wow. yeah, it was a long period of time. And I really struggled with, this is not where I thought my life would be. And just, again, having that that bitterness and that anger of, was it I, my life supposed to be perfect because I believed in God? And like, that is not at all what the Bible talks about. But you know, you just kind of think that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you put your own expectations on God. And long story short, um, in going through that, I um, was at home. My mother uh, was at the time doing foster care. And so I got really heavy in advocating and caring for the kids um, as my job. Since I wasn't working, that was my job. And um, I remember the social worker and I wanted to be like her. And I went back to the community college because I had a scholarship that I couldn't use at my certificate program. So I had I went to, to community college for free, thank God, and um, I ended up going into the field of human services, and now I'm a therapist. I did not think I would be at this point, and I'm grateful now that I'm out of the woods looking back at the journey, and I see now why God
1: took me that way. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about trust because I think mm. that's going to be the theme today. Mm. Um, so I think trust is something that we always talk about. You know, we trust God. We, you know, we love God, uh, but when things happen that are unexpected, I mean, this whole year, let's just yes, you know, and I and I know I know that every episode seems to be you know related to the pandemic or whatever, but. It is just something that has affected us. So when we when the when the unexpected happens, whether or not it's getting a job or not getting a job or losing the job, or maybe finding yourself going into a path that you didn't expect, or the country, the election, just the whole thing. Um, you've had your own experience with trust and trusting him, and and maybe feeling like that like that trust was broken for a little mm-hmm. while. But um, tell us a little bit more about that time when you learned to trust God more deeply. Mm-hmm. And I I just remember, you know, again, as
0: I was going to college and, you know, again, things aren't turning out perfect. Like, again, things, it's like one thing after the other. And you think, like, I'm an adult now. Everything was supposed to be perfect. And um, I remember the scripture about how God takes care of the sparrows and how more we are. And I it just really was on my heart. And I just felt like God was really speaking to me about He would care for me. And I just feel like that really helped me. And I would, you know, again, even though I was still having a little tantrum with God, I was still going to church. I would come back, you know, home and go to church and stuff like that. And and really I needed that. I needed it. Um even coming back home and just again continuing to go to church and just um God would just speak to me through the message. And so again, like just kind of chipping, chipping, chipping away at the bitterness um, as I was going through that journey. And I I just, I think that's just awesome about God is that even in your uncertainty, even as, as you are struggling, he still never leaves you. Even though you might feel like you're drawing away, like he is still there. And I think that is the most wonderful thing about God.
1: I love it when you said chipping away the bitterness, when you said that the image of a sculptor mm. and a big block of marble came to mind and how he's just chipping things away. And then you don't see, you don't see what the masterpiece is going to see yeah. it's going to be at first because it just looks like a big block of something. Yeah. And then over time, over time, chipping away, chipping away. And this thing emerges. Yeah. So now, now you're in therapy and you know, when you were, when you had your first, love your first joy of film school you know was that ever in your mind could you even see that in the future
0: no not at all even if like someone would have said you'll you know you're gonna do a podcast you're gonna be doing therapy I was like no I'm not (laughs) and I I never in my wildest dreams would think that I would be at this place but it's like perfect for me you know what I mean and it's like now looking back, I think I would have been okay doing film and movies, but I don't think I would have been satisfied. Like I enjoy the community work and giving and that nurturing. And that is more of my strength. And I didn't know that when I was 18 years old, you know, that came in time that came as I more explored different things and went through everything that I went through. And so I, I think, again, just going back to, like you said about trust, I mean, trust that God, God wants the best for you. He wants you to be fulfilled. He wants you to be satisfied. Um,
1: And sometimes that comes in ways that you didn't expect or imagine. Mm -hmm. Can you remember, and you told us about, you know, basically being unemployed for three or four years and doing other things. Can you imagine, or can you bring to mind a moment could been at night or whenever, when it just seemed, at your lowest and you just did not know what was going on every day (laughs) (laughs) it literally felt like that every day like i just remember even
0: just having anxiety when my mom would be like hey we have to talk and like literally the devil would play on my mind i'd like think that today is the day she's gonna put me out because i can't find a job and i told her that one day she was like what like never she goes never was that like and she just want, want to talk about like what are we gonna eat for dinner?" (laughs) um, but like every day it was just like this repeat of, I'm not where I am. I want to be, I'm not doing what makes me fulfilled. You know, it just was every day, just, um, feeling like sinking lower and lower and lower.
1: Mm. But with trust comes surrender. Mm So I'm, I'm wondering, was there a time, can you recall a time when you just said, okay, Lord, I'm just surrendering, maybe not using those words, but can you remember when that happened? You are exactly right. And that was the moment when I said like, my plan's
0: not working. It is what it is that things began to change. You know, we were at church and, um, there, you know, the message, there was a message and they had an altar call and I was like, you know what, Lord, I'm just, I'm just giving it all to you. And that was like the moment things began to change. You know, I started, you know, Giving God my concerns, giving God what my hopes, my dreams, my desires were. And that's when things started to shift and change. Whether Mm -hmm. they were like the littlest things of, you know, I just want to, you know, be more involved or whatever. And that's when things just started to open up. This door would lead to this door and and so on and so forth. So you're exactly right. Surrendering um, is
1: key. Is key. Mm. Why is it so hard to do? Oh my gosh. We we hear all these stories. Everyone has a surrender story, but yet we do not want to do it. We're so stubborn. Yeah,
0: And I think there's also a vulnerability component. You know, what surrender means you have to be vulnerable, whether that's being vulnerable and saying, you know, hey God, I know at the end this is going to work out, but right now I'm feeling uncertain. And like, hey Lord, it would be great if you gave me a sign, but like, I'm going to trust you. And it just... You know, you, you everything in life tells us that you are the author of your own path. You determine your own happiness. Like everything in life says, it's all about you. And with Christ, it's the opposite. It's like it's all about Him and His direction. And so it's just foreign to us. And it's a constant reminder of God is in control,
1: and we're going to make it. Hmm. So we talked about trust. And then there's surrender. And then prayer becomes, I think, a very another important component of this piece that we're talking about. So can you talk a little bit about how prayer can be really, really personal? And do you have any examples to share?
0: Oh, yeah. So especially like with this year, just being really honest and vulnerable with God. And like prayer to me isn't like, oh, Lord, art thou? Like, like just being. Like there is sometimes um, I'm just I'm honestly just talking to God. I'm like, listen, God, like I know this is going to work out, but like I am frustrated right now. Like I don't like this. I feel like nothing is working out. I feel like just being vulnerable, you know, just really just laying it out to God how I am feeling in that moment Mm -hmm. and, and leaving it there you know, saying, you know, Lord, I don't want to trust you right now because I want it my way on my time right now. And just being honest about that. And I think sometimes Christians or people that have a faith faith base believe that you have to be strong all the time, but sometimes you get weary and, and God wants to hear about that. God wants to hear about how you want to have a spa day, or you want to have your hair done, or you want to just go and have a fun. like. God wants to hear about all that, and so mm-hmm. for me, I tell God about everything that I want, no matter how big or small it is. I bring it to Him, and for me, that's been a freeing experience, especially in the pandemic. You know, there's some days where there it's great, and there's some days it's like, Lord, are we ever going to get out of this? Lord, what do you want us to get out of this? What do you want me to get out of this? And so. Um, I think prayer is about
1: definitely vulnerability. Mm. And do you believe that prayer is just, um, and there's no right or wrong answer here, prayer is just an everyday thing, kind of spur of the moment thing. You're thinking about God in the car or wherever you just talk to him. Or do you believe there needs to be some intention where you carve out some time to spend time with him? maybe get his word and talk to him, or is it a mix of both? I think a mix of both. Um, sometimes I'm going to be honest. I struggle with the
0: intention part, just saying this is the time. And so i more throughout my day, whether I, you know, when I first wake up, I'm laying there and I'm just talking to God and thanking him, you know, before I'm going to bed, I'm just laying there and talking to him. I'm driving and just again, having that conversation. Um, but I would like to be more intentional about that space and creating that this is, my God time between me and him, um, mm-hmm. where he has space to just kind of talk and where I have that quiet time to just meditate on, on
1: God and, and what he wants. So you talked about your, you know, roly poly path and how <laughs> unexpected. Um, but a lot happened during that time. And it sounds to me like he really opened up a lot of, um, he opened you up so that you can discover some gifts maybe mm. you, you had. So can you remember when has God used your unique gifts to love someone? Mm. And was unexpected? I definitely
0: think that has been, because I tend to be like an introverted person. So mm-hmm. I like my like one-on-one time, but it really seems like God has made me a nurturer and a carer, whether that's like just being in the community and, and bringing light to issues, or helping people with their their projects and things, or even just through my jobs. I, I worked with the homeless and um, just caring for people, you know, just holding mm-hmm. their experience and being a support to them. And so I think definitely loving on people through my gifts has definitely been um, a crucial part of my journey mm-hmm. and growth.
1: And have you ever been, because I'm just imagining, I'm thinking of you using all these gifts that you have, you know, even the gifts that you had when you were in film school, Mm -hmm. but now you're using them in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you describe a time when you just have been overwhelmed by the love of God? Oh my gosh, yeah.
0: Um, I think about so many different things. Um, like Like how we talk in the church, you know, uh, we, we can't deserve God's blessings. And, like, truly, truly, that is true. Um, I'll start most recently with this pandemic. Um, it, I have been truly blessed with this pandemic um, to go from being an intern to part time employed to full time employed. Um, you know, my family as well, they're healthy. Um, we have food in our cabinets. Um, just. Being able to have peace, being able to have you know a warm home, a just everything, you know com- completing school this year because that was also this year. Um, just really meeting some goals and things that I never thought would happen. And so definitely in this year seeing um, the love of God and feeling overwhelmed and undeserving at times.
1: Mm, wow, thank you for for sharing that. Uh, Before we started, we were talking a little bit about this gratitude journal that I'm doing Mm -hmm. for November. We're doing it over at the Positively Joy Facebook community. Um, What are you most grateful for?
0: I think I am most grateful for, that's a hard one, my experiences, even though they were frustrating, even though they were unpleasant. I see how they prepared me for the today me, and Mm -hmm. I am most grateful that God did not just give up on me and say, like, I'm tired of you. Like, like you're getting on my nerves. You complain too much. You want too much. So just, um, I'm really just grateful that God has continued to walk with me through my journey.
1: (laughs) He's not going to let you down. No, never, never. Never. Mm, So there's someone out there listening, and they are in a sea of uncertainty. And um, you know, know, maybe they're listening to this in the month of November, or maybe not. But um, if you could, if you could talk to someone, you know, kind of just one on one, um, what would you tell them how to get through this time that they're going through?
0: I would tell them. That even though it doesn't feel like you're going to be okay, you are going to be okay. And I know that's like real easy to say when, you know, your loved one isn't sick or you have a job or everything's sunny on your side, but God wants to use everything. Like I thought me going to film school was a waste of time and I felt burdened by it and I felt like I made this massive expensive mistake And he cleared up not only my finances, but he opened the store for me to use it as a podcast. You know, I I didn't know that my experiences of doubt would help me support others who had doubt. You know, your journey is to help someone else. And there's someone out there rooting for you. There is someone out there who wants you to be okay. And it's okay to have those uncertain moments, but know it's a moment and it's not a forever.
1: That's beautiful. Wow. Well, you are, you're doing a lot of things. I mean, you are gaining a bunch of followers. You're on the radio, um, got a great podcast. So so what's next with you, do you think? Are you working on anything? You know, I would like to get like some merchandise.
0: Um, I think last year, this time I had taken off like November, December and kind of came back in January. And I think I might just take a pause and see what's next? What do I do next? Um, I would love to continue to grow in like my professional life as a therapist and one day have my own practice. Um, I'd like to have a whole lot of plans, but if I've learned anything is uh, your plans mean nothing. God will take you wherever he wants to take you. So have ideas of what your gifts and strengths are and just say, God, what are we doing today? (laughs) Like, where are we going? (laughs) Like, what's the journey?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm just around for the, for the ride, right? <laughs> exactly. So I mentioned this before, but it just, you, you just reminded me. I love that meme that you see from time to time on social media of the, the two kids on the roller coaster <laughs> and the older girl is, you know, is enjoying herself and the younger brother, he's completely freaked out. And the meme identifies them. The older girl who's having a good time is the Holy Spirit. And the younger boy is me. Mm. <laughs> and, then, and, then God, and then God says, um, this is what your life is like. And, you know, like you're going over all these roller coasters and Holy Spirit like, you're just having a good time and just chilling and enjoying yourself. And we are not.
0: <laughs> exactly. That sums up life exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for uh, spending time with us today. Where can people find you? So people can find Coffee and Combos on podcast
0: podcast listening sites such as Anchor, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook, um, and that's pretty much where you can find me. I, you know, and I'm just so happy and grateful to be talking to you. I love your podcast. I think you're doing great stuff. You have great merch. Um, and it's just such a, a, a gift of light in a dark time. So
1: keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much. We all need to to hear that. Uh, I really appreciate that and, uh, and love you for being on the show. So thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to Positively Joy. I'm your host, Yvette Walker, and thank you so much for spending some time with us. Come on over to our website positivelyjoy.com you can listen to past episodes you can download a free teachable called five ways to choose joy see our merchandise cool t-shirts with our new logo we've got a lot going on at positivelyjoy.com so we hope to see you there farewell for now